for our last podcast of the season of the season of the season can you believe it it's a lot so listen i know a lot of people are like i didn't think you had podcast seasons and typically you don't right typically you just go people on indefinitely that. yeah i've never heard that yeah you, you you actually don't have to have like seasons of podcasts that's the thing is it's your content whatever the hell you want yeah and if you want to take a break then you take a break. just take a break but for us we broke it into seasons because we want to take a break we got shit to do and um we didn't want to have this you know like very sparse time between episodes so we want to just give ourselves a break um do some fresh and innovative things for uh season two and yes we will be back for a season two we'll be getting lots of questions about that we're not going to let you down season two of shift gets real will be uh back um i'm not sure when maybe sometime in september ish we'll see we'll keep you posted but that's what we're looking like now yeah so what's today what are we talking about today so today we are rolling the dice and playing some (laughs) wild card games (laughs) holy shit um and we are actually going to open it up to our viewers and listeners Mm -hmm. um and to ask us questions questions so we're actually we have collected um names and phone numbers of people that have questions so and thank you everyone for submitting and uh your information so we're going to actually call you guys and uh call you live and uh see how this shit works see how it goes yeah (laughs) and um you know hopefully people will ask the question that they wrote that they were going to ask (laughs) or not (laughs) or whatever Um, we'll see yes and then some people obviously we can't we can't call everyone. We just have a finite time. Right. Um, but we tried to pick some of the ones that were maybe newer questions or questions that we see often that maybe we didn't get to answer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. Okay. Hello. Hello, Danielle. Maybe. Hey, how you doing? Good. It's Dimitri and Ashley. Is it Danielle or Danelle? It's Danielle. Um, it's spelled without the I. Ah, okay. Well, thank you for um, your question and for answering your phone. <laughs> no problem. I was actually on my way out, but I just got back in the house. So. Oh, awesome. Yes. Perfect, perfect. So what question do you have for us? Well, um, pretty much in regards to polygyny, I know, um, you know, in today's society, it's not really the norm, um, but I've been learning more about it. And pretty much, I just wanted to know, Pretty for much from um, Ashley's point of view, what are some ways to be comfortable with the idea of polygyny? That's something, you know, you're trying to do in your own relationship. Yes, um, that's a good question. And I think it's going to be different for every person. But um, mm-hmm. as far as um, from an emotional perspective, I think mm-hmm. it's going to be really good to um, do some research on the positive stories you know because there's a lot of stuff out there and um, a lot of horror stories if you will Um, but if you pay attention to the um, fulfilling stories and um, there are a lot of books out there now that kind of go into detail you know about ways to prepare yourself and and the benefits and yeah so I would look into um, there's actually a book called we want for our sisters uh, what we want for ourselves 
okay. by Dr. Patricia Dixon, I believe. So if you haven't already, check out that book. Okay, I definitely will. Yeah. Okay, and then lastly, my other question was the steps. Are there particular steps to take when seeking out a sister wife? Um, so are you married? Yes. Okay. Just like you guys, so we're not legally married. Okay. Mm. Um, I mean, the steps are kind of what you create. I think it's going to be based on what you and your uh, partner are comfortable with. Um, but then also, Dimitri, is there any specific thing? That yeah, you I think I think the one of the key things is to be in constant contact uh, mm -hmm. and communication um, because a lot of this is new territory. I mean, even even with your first question, though, there's mm -hmm. going to be stuff you can look up and read and follow. It's very specific to other people's journey. Yours is going to look completely different, mm -hmm. right? So, mm -hmm. always touching base. Um, like if you guys go out to a supermarket, right? Yeah, Whole Foods and. You see a woman right. that's attractive, like, let's talk about that. You know what I mean? When you get back in the car and you got the groceries in the car, like, talk about this chick and, yeah. you know, whatever you thought about it. Um, if right. you felt some kind of way, good or mm -hmm. bad, or if you feel like he felt some kind of way or, his, you know, his response was whatever, yeah. like, talk about that. And there are going to be times when that conversation is full of levity and it's going to be laughter. And at other times, you got someone y'all is going to be salty, right? Yeah. But, <laughs> but just but just ha do not run from that conversation yeah. because what's going to happen is okay. if you don't, then you're going to start kind of um, both you have will be on your own path inside the same journey and they'll 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 diverge. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, so communication—that's really the key. Yes. It really is. I mean, everything else is workoutable. I mean, if you talk about shit and y'all already have a base, you guys are already together. So at this point, it's literally just making sure that you're always touching base, always staying in lockstep, and making sure that you're revising and being dynamic to you guys growing through this as it is a net new, you know, venture for you guys. But also checking yourself because our emotions are strong. And just because you feel something doesn't mean that what you feel even needs to be given energy. Pay attention to it. Ask the questions. Ask yourself why you're feeling this way. Tie it back to any trauma that you might have. But then also know you are addressing internal wounds and internal mm. ideas that have been given to you by society right. that aren't necessarily even valid in this framework. They right. could be, right. but nine times out of ten, it's before you even got out the gate. Right. 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 Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware of all that, too. So like you said, it's about communication and, mm -hmm. you know, uncovering those wounds. So yeah. that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah. And then last thing I would just leave with you as well is, you know, at the end of the day, because this is um, outside the fringe of normalcy, um, the, right. the things that you do see, the images you will see of this are the epic fails and the train wrecks. Right. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And people seem to focus on that, even though it's the same exact process you'd go through with monogamy. You're going to go through compatibility issues. You're going to go through breakups. You're going to go through. I mean, it's, the shit is the exact same copy and paste. Yeah. But for some right. reason, in a plural setting, it's magnified as this like horrible whatever so well, i don't think that's because we live in a society where it's not currently supported on a, a grand yeah. scheme of things mm -hmm. so you're going to be dating people that aren't even what we like to call polygamous minded right, <laughs> right? they they don't even have that mind where so it's natural that you're probably going to find more that you don't vibe with initially than you do mm -hmm. um but don't let that okay. be the reason why you stop got you yeah. got you Yep. Well, thank you both so much for calling and answering my question. I really appreciate it. Yeah, Always. Thank you for your Thanks, question. Thanks, You guys hang in there. And uh, obviously, you always can uh, shoot us a DM and let us know how you guys are progressing for it. Great. I will do. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good one. Peace. Cheers. You too.
yeah that's the thing man is um just there's no reference there's no reference i don't and i i mean this one in monogamy but even then there's like a thousand different flavors of monogamy right well i think yeah to i think there are references mm. i think the people that are doing well are not being highlighted mm. so that's something that we can think about or they don't want to highlight themselves shit <laughs> it could be a little bit of both mm. but to your point people love the train wreck mm-hmm. so let's make it our business to find people that are doing it successfully right. um and sh- help them share some of their stories mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um because we are living in in this society where people love the train wreck and people are not used to it <laughs> <laughs> no they're not they're not all right who's our next caller heather from ig heather all right I'm going to put on my admin hat and dial up Heather. <laughs> You're such a great admin. I, I try to be. Administrative assistant. <laughs> I'm your assistant, boo. Thank you. <laughs> Hello? Hello, Heather. Yes. Hi, it's Demetri and Ashley from Shift Gets Real. Hi, Heather. Hi. <laughs> how are you? Good. How are you? We're doing well. We've been calling people this morning, and we've had some answer and some not because it is a, a private number. But <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Um, we definitely want to answer your question. So if you want to go ahead and ask on air. Awesome. You guys are the shit. I'm so glad you're calling me. Thank, thank you. you. And look, you get five points for cussing. I like that shit. That's good. <laughs> I'm from Lincoln. That's what we do. Come on. There you go. That's what it is. <laughs> So what? Awesome. So yeah. you want me to ask you now? Yes. Yeah. All right, fantastic. So I'm just curious where you guys stand on the issue of bed sharing and co-sleeping, um, not necessarily through infancy, but up through toddlerhood and beyond. Yeah. Wait, so through what was the second part of your your question? I said toddlerhood and beyond, so not necessarily oh. infant co-sleeping, but I'd love to hear that as well, but oh. just kind of your view on the whole thing of childhood co-sleeping. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, man, that's a hard one. Um, and it's, you know, it's one of those ones where there's no real baseline. I mean, you can look at studies and science and data and all this good jazz. And there's some suggested, um, you know, I guess things you can do in terms of when to, you know, separate sleeping. Um, we're, humans are the only mammal that kind of push their young away. You know what I mean? If you think of every other mammal, they always are nursing or, <clears throat> excuse me, in the den, if you will, with their their siblings or, or parents. Um, for us, we kind of let the children determine that. And even then, their personalities are very different. I think, um, was it Nainu that was cuddly? And then Neo didn't want, he want no, never mind, initially. Well, okay, so Neo likes to be close, but he doesn't necessarily want to be touching all the time. But then sometimes he does, so... It, but for us, um, I thought we were going to have two different answers. I'm actually surprised because you, they will still creep into our room and sleep in our beds now. Actually, last night they were in Naughty, which is our youngest. Um, they were in her sidecar bed. I call it sidecar. So <laughs> that to me is still a form of co-sleeping because we're all together in one room and they're literally right next to us. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. And they are four and six. Um, Dimitri doesn't always like that. Yeah, because they because like I said in my other episode, like they they make these alphabet shapes, like they yes. spell them. You know what I mean? They spell themselves out and with their body, and it uh, it can be a disruptive sleep. Um, but again, if they're in their side cat, I'm more amenable to their presence. Um, but then again, sometimes I want to make love to Ashley, pull her hair, smack her ass, and then we have to make everybody leave, push the eject button. Yeah, I mean, I think we <laughs> so crazy. I think we just really. Um, 
we try to make them comfortable with sleeping in their own bed because we want that ultimately not necessarily well to be the goal but also for them to be comfortable to do that Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. but if for some reason they make their way back to our beds for the most part we don't turn them away yeah Um, okay cool that's really interesting i have a which I love her that way. During the day, she is so independent that at night, she is a stage three clinger. She only <laughs> wants to cling next to someone, touching someone all the time. Yeah. And of course, everyone tells you, get her out of your bed. It's unhealthy. But she's a thriving child. So yeah. I'm just, I love her parenting style. So I was really curious where you stood on it and what you do. And you kind of nailed it. I'm going to maybe try to get her to stay in her own bed. But if she comes back, I'm not going to deny her either. Yeah, maybe get her a sidecar too and just like make a ritual it's, out of st- it. it's stages right so it's like in your bed yeah. and then like get a bed a smaller bed that's adjacent to yours right and then you know finally sure. to her space and i think something you touched on which is which we find is very important is giving the child choice and giving them a sense of autonomy mm-hmm. right so yeah hey you know your room is ep- and then like do something dope in the room that makes it attractive to be in there you know what i mean so like sure. for the longest our children like christmas lights yeah, it was so, so we, yeah. it would be, you know, and they just like Christmas. Like, just no, no, they don't give a shit about the holidays. It's like they like the Christmas lights. So we would get, <clears throat> excuse me, Christmas lights, spool them around their bed, and that would be attractive to them. And of course, they would sleep with them on. We would go on it sometime after they would, uh, you know, you know, go to sleep and then turn them off. But that really helped. Yeah. Um, and then again, if they come in the room again, we just let them be there. Um, because listen, the, lar- the largest organ of the body is the skin and it has the most sensory, you know, input and output. Um, and so it, it definitely feels good to touch skin as you're, um, you know, sure. moving into rest. Yeah. So it makes complete sense. Um, and again, giving our children that ability to to flex autonomy, uh, be independent, but also be able to be nurtured by just the feeling of touch. Yes. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. Yes, always, you're always. Thank you, Heather. Yeah. Anytime you need to call me, you let me know. I'm sorry. What'd you say? I said anytime you need to call me, you let me know. Oh, ah. well, we will. Yes. Do. <laughs> well, we have your number now. That's so. right. We do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, Heather. And obviously, if you have any more questions or thoughts, um, shoot us a DM. I really appreciate you watching um it's been this has been a, an, an epic journey and uh it wouldn't be the same without you so thank you awesome thank you have a great day you, you too, too Heather. cheers bye yeah hopefully co-sleeping is it's good it is good it's important I think it is, but I, I think there are boundaries, and I think you can start to determine what they are. Like she says, she understands her child is thriving mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. autonomous during the day. It's only right. at night, and she's three. Right. You know, still a baby. If she was People like, got is long, you know, older than than the If kid. she was still clingy during the day and unable to separate at all, mm-hmm. then there may be something there. But even then, it's not even the night. Right. It's just in general. Mm-hmm. So she's able to see and kind of make an assessment based on what she knows about her child. Which is very key. So, you know, there's if there are times where your child is like super clingy or, um, you know, just cannot let go, um, I would kind of zoom out and look at the environment, see if there's any stressors in the environment. Um, are you stressed out? Because babies definitely pick up on that. Um, are you tight fiscally? Is the house messy? Um, are you in a weird you know, sleep schedule, um, what's going on in your environment. I think those things definitely play a factor in, you know, how attached children want to be in terms of being under you. If they may not be getting enough attention from you, you may be busy, you may be working on a big project, you may be trying to close on a new house. And so your normal amount of attention for that child may be a bit low. And so just just be mindful of those things before we, 
you know, stiff arm the child and, and make them to go on. But I think it's also important for them to get the hell on and go on their <laughs> At least have opportunities to do so. Correct. Yeah. Correct. How you say this word? How you say this name? Schmitke. Schmitke? Schmitke? Schmitty? Schmitty. I can't. Do you have to say it like that? Schmitty. Schmitty. I know we are. We are tearing his name up. Uh. I'm definitely gonna sit back on this one. <laughs> Please keep it succinct. Mm-hmm. Hello, is is uh Schmitty Key Paris there? Yes, it's Paris Schmitty. This is Dimitri. It is. Hi. <laughs> hey. I'm waiting. Oh my God. How, how do you doing? How do you say your name? It's Paris, and then my last name is Schmidt K, but I have it oh. inverted. Oh, okay. Uh, gotcha. I'm not German. I'm, I'm Jamaican. I'm not German. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay we Paris. were trying. We were trying. I was I was definitely working on that one. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my. It's nice to talk to you guys. I'm, I'm a fan of the show. I'm a fan of you. I support and love your family. It's what I want to preface with that first. And um, Oh, shit. That, so. that, look, that means she about to bring it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to bring it. No, no. It's just that I think we... We didn't connect on the on just some that viewpoint on the birth and the child in utero. Like I'm very um, political about some issues. Like God, I hate putting this out there in the universe. I'm um, just I'm, I'm a traditionalist as far as um, you know gender with kids that type of discussion, mm-hmm. and also just believing that in utero. I think that it's just, I think that the the sex has been assigned by DNA long before the organs um, started to form as male or female. So that's where we kind of teetered. Yeah. Yes. So let's talk about that. I mean, what, so what is your viewpoint then? Because, you know, it's, it's a very good point. And this is the thing, too, which which we appreciate about didn't dialogue is that we can respectfully, mm-hmm. you know, state our positions. And by the way, I'm not a geneticist, okay. right? I'm like, I'm literally doing the best I can based on a bit of my chemistry background, a bit of what I know about human consciousness and so on. And then the output is, mm-hmm. you know, what I've come to understand. But I, again, mm-hmm. I have not spent the last 22 years uh, dissecting human chromosomes and DNA, right? <laughs> so, ah, um, but no, please sh- share your um, viewpoint with us. Okay, so my viewpoint, and I don't want to offend anyone saying a lot of this is public, um, but I believe, you know, basically there's, there's two genders, you're male and you're female, and I believe that that consciousness comes from your, your genitals are defining who you are. I, I don't believe, and you know, if, if there are reputable and relevant cases of people with honest to God gender dysphoria. There are. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are people who are born hermaphrodite. There are. Um, right. But I think that the rash of what we've seen, this prevalence, I think a lot of it has been caused by it's being promoted. Children are being taught they have an option. Mm-hmm. And children are naturally curious. I was a tomboy. But if I were a tomboy at age five in this era, they would have said, okay, that means you're transgender. So that's what I'm, that's where my um, gripe with what's happening and, and my, you know, views on gender is coming from. Like I said, there are, there, there are people out there who truly, truly are hermaphrodite, intersex, transgender. It happens. But the rash that we've seen, a lot of those cases, mm-hmm. once you advertise that stuff to a child, of course. They're going to be influenced and say, "Well, I guess that's letting me. I guess I'm a boy. I guess I'm a girl. Come on, 
know? Yeah. No, that's an interesting perspective. I think for me, because, uh, you know, I lean toward noetic sciences and understanding human consciousness. Um, mm-hmm. Here's what I think. I think that at the end of the day, it's less about um, really the physical nature of any of it. I think what we're getting into is kind of a hyper activation of masculinity and a hyper activation and animation rather of femininity, right? Because listen, at the end of the day, humans, I believe, are consciously androgynous to gender and sex. So um, that makes sense. Right? And I think, listen, back to human history, men, masculinity, patriarchy has always suppressed and um, undervalued the feminine essence. And so we've had this hyper animation of masculinity. We're now in the swing of the pendulum going back the other way. And so now you have this hyperactivation of feminism or femininity, right? And um, it's, it's extreme. This is how the pendulum swings. And so until we kind of get that balance, we're going to have these big swings where it seems like it could be elective. People are choosing to, as you say, not be binary or they're making conscious decisions or it could be the result of food and chemicals and Maybe they're watching gay cartoons. I don't know. I don't I don't think that that I don't think someone's gender or uh, sexual preference can be influenced by watching a cartoon or having a teacher of of whatever by uh, gender. I don't I don't think that happens. Um, If that were the case, all of our children would behave well and everyone would learn how to write cursive. Right. It's Uh, it's not right because because we. Because we can't, we can't say that, you know, hey, a gay cartoon or a gay teacher is going to make my child gay, but yet their kid no, is still sitting there in the same, and no one can do algebra. Still no one can do algebra, right? So Correct. that's kind of... Here's my take on that. Sure. I don't think the cartoons will turn anyone anyway. Is Ashley there? Hey, Ashley. I'm here. I'm just listening. I don't debate. <laughs> okay. All right, we are. Um, so, yeah, I don't... Okay, I don't believe that, okay, you're going to watch a cartoon and all of a sudden wake up and say, oh my God, I'm, I think I'm gay. No, but it, it influences you because there was a time when I was a child, I think I was maybe seven, and I'm, I, I can't really remember, well, I'm not going to tell where I was, but I stumbled upon putting the VHS player in the VCR, and it was a porn. <laughs> and that... <laughs> and you you that stumbled started. upon that, huh? You stumbled upon... <laughs> so the cover, the outside of that video, never, never rang you know, a bell. You know, back in huh? the day, you didn't have... Nothing was labeled, or it had a bunch of stuff or on was, one Or it was all black. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was all black. It, it looked like someone recorded it on it. And, uh-huh. I, and, I, and, I, and I, knew, I knew something that nefarious was on it, so I was very curious. So I, I put it in and I watched it and it was porn. I'm like, wow, that's cool. So that started me on this interesting path of um, I could watch these movies and not feel a thing because I saw it from when I was a kid. Sure. So back to how, okay, so did it turn me into a porn star? No, but it made me curious. It mm-hmm. made me very curious and hyper aware at a young age. Right. Um, will my child, well, if my child watches a gay cartoon, turn them gay? No, but that, then it's going to give them that awareness. And when you're a young child and you put this awareness in them of something that, is other than what they've seen, you open the door more to um, them eventually maybe making that change when it didn't need to be there in the first place. But why didn't that's it, though? A, that's a fact. But why not, though? So, I mean, it, even if we do present them, because at the end of the day, this is the magic about children, right, is that they do have this sense of anything is possible, which is why we have so many young inventors and so many young thought leaders now, right, because they are not mired down with what we have as adults as that's impossible. You can't fucking do that. You're not smart enough. You don't have enough money. I'm not cute enough, right? They think anything's possible. So what if that is part of their discovery? And through that personal discovery, they're able to yield some net new perspective on humanity or empathy. Um, What is actually, is there anything that could be a downfall to experiencing something that is outside of the the boundaries of normalcy? Well, 
No, it, it doesn't have to be a downfall. Mm. But what I'm what I'm saying is, there was a time when there was a natural progression to um, whether it's gender, whether it's self discovery. Self discovery uh, could mean all of a sudden you realize that you're home with it. and it doesn't have to be a negative thing. Self discovery. Mm. I discovered I'm bisexual. I discovered I'm gay. I discovered I want to engage in in, in a polygamous uh, marriage or just or anything. You know, anything mm-hmm. like that. Right. Um, but once you put the because once you put the awareness out there, then I believe it, they are more keen to choose something that it would not have been. An, I don't know how to phrase it. They're more keen to go down that road when it was not a natural progression in the first place. So I don't have any uh, qualms uh, against whether someone wants to be homosexual, transgender, bisexual. For example, Miss Wright. Miss Wrightsway just came out that she's now lesbian because she found a woman. She yeah. had two baby fathers. And yeah, so she just came out. So, you know, if that's the way she's going to celebrate finding love and life, hey, you did it, you got it. Um, but as far as me and mine, I, you know, my kid is five. He needs, if he's going to find his path, it needs to be a natural progression. I don't want to be dangled by the carrot in front of him in the school system mm-hmm. and saying, hey, here it is. Then he's going to be more likely to go that way when it was not a natural progression and if you're just going to go that way because it's a choice I then I don't think it's authentic and that's the problem Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah. Paris, it's been beautiful speaking to you. Thank you so very much. I really yes. appreciate your viewership. Um, again, it's it's. Uh, Thank you. We're always kind of uh, amazed at um, kind of the the broad spectrum of everyone that yeah. kind of uh, follow because we don't know. I mean, it's, it seems like half the time we're pissing everyone off. Sometimes I don't know <laughs> by existing. No, um, there's, there's always going to be a troll. There's, there's yeah, we have plenty of those. And, <laughs> And, and what I love about how you guys were very authentic and vulnerable with your family is that, and I've said this before, everyone, not everyone, some women will say, I, I can never share my man. Sweetie, you probably are, and you don't know it. <laughs> you know, you probably yeah. are, and you don't know it. So I think it's beautiful. And um, if if I had the choice, I would have chosen this lifestyle as well. It was beautiful. Mm. And the way you guys presented it, it was beautiful and honest. So more power to you and your family. But people will always disagree. So. This, this yeah. is true. Yeah. Well, well, thanks again, Paris. That was very sweet. Thank um, you. Appreciate you. We will. Yes. Um, we're, we are going to have a season two of Shift Gets Real. So it'll be probably sometime yes. in September. So we'll circle back and have. It's actually going to be an exciting season. We've got some yes. pretty pretty good shit lined up. So. Yes. Um, we right. will uh, definitely keep you guys abreast. And if you have any more questions, thoughts, comments, or concerns, shoot them to our DM. Thank you. Have a good day, guys. Thank you, too, Paris. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Interesting, right? You are so good at... I don't even know if you have to check yourself, because I think it's just nat- you're naturally a um, non combative emotional person when it comes to debating mm. you know or not even debating because i don't feel debate. like this is it debate. wasn't it wasn't it, 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 you are just good at taking oppositional thought processes mm. and making being very clear making sense of it because some of the things that i felt like Paris was saying though i respect them because they come from her mm-hmm. understanding and perception of life right. were slightly offensive <laughs> and i was just like I don't know if I would have been able to still be so clear. Is that why you're quiet? <laughs> oh, yeah, because I, you know, I have to process. You do. You do. You're a process. I don't want to say shit that I don't mean, that I don't understand. I cannot stand a ignorant, righteous person mm-hmm. that will say stuff that is not true. Right. But they're so righteous about it, right. you know. Mm-hmm. So I 
I check myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I understand, though I don't agree mm-hmm. with where she was coming from, but the ability to still dialogue with her yeah. in real time and mm-hmm. give, you know, very clear perspectives. Mm-hmm. That was that was beautiful. Thank you. Good job, Paris. Good job, Demetrius. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, I, I respect... I'm always because human consciousness is my shit. Like yes. I, I am intrigued and aroused by the the difference in how we come to get to these. I mean, we we, sim- we have similar stimuli and similar environments, but yet our thinking is like completely divergent. Yeah. that's exciting to me. Yeah. And to not take offense to it. Yes, you know what I mean. And to not because it's not about me. Because it's, it's not. It got it's shit not to do personal. With me. These people and we, I mean, everyone included. Where we come to these understandings, conclusions, um, by ourselves or by whatever influence is provided to us. And um, if it's different than yours, to take the immediate response of, of, uh, you know, offense is emotionally immature. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, not calling you immature, but I mean... Well, I mean, I wasn't offended. What I was... I was confused at how being considered a tomboy could be along the same lines of someone yeah. that... You know, that part, I was just like, okay, I don't think that's what anyone well, is saying. Well, no one said... And it's one of those <laughs> things where if I address that point, we could have... I literally could have burned the, the next 10 but minutes. But you're very clear at when and where, right. you know, right. here. I don't know. Me and you, we be going toe to toe, though. So <laughs> I don't do. know if it's because I know how to press yeah, those do. buttons you or, you be or what. my ass. <laughs> Emotionally immature. <laughs> immature. <laughs> All right, next. Um, All right, so these are just the written ones. Let's go back through the top of the list real quick. Okay. I'm going to try to hit Alicia again. Uh, that was 02. Let's give her a buzz and see. <laughs> she she got that uh, break at work. Hello? Hello, Alicia? Hi. <laughs> you... How are you? Good. Good. How are you? I had a client. I apologize. And then I was like, I think that was the call. <laughs> yeah, we tried to hold on, but we was like, yo, you, we called you and you put us on hold. <laughs> I know, I apologize. Work, work, you know. This yes, is- we figured that's what was going on. Yeah, get your um, money. But, but we were like, we, we can't stay on hold, so we'll just circle back right. to her. <laughs> well, oh, I appreciate the callback. Yeah. Always, always. So tell us what you got, what, you, what question you have for us. Okay, so real quick, 38 years old woman, you know, mm-hmm. I've been in a relationship with a younger man. He's 12 years, my senior, so he's he'll be 27 in a couple of weeks. Um, and we've been together for five years. So as of recently... Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Um, you're, you're old, so he's 12, he's 12 years, you're a junior. My junior. Oh, okay, I'm okay, so okay, sorry, okay. Right. No, I just want to make sure. Okay, there we go. got it. Yes. Um, and we've been together for five years. We live together. Um. Mm-hmm. So he's always, you know, kind of been, okay, you know, talking to women, whatever. Never really had an issue with it. Um, But as of recently, you know, we were going through stuff. Put him out the house. Long story short, he ends up sleeping with a girl, getting her pregnant. Mm -hmm. But prior to this, I've always told him, like, listen, I need a friend. You, you know, are not monogamous anyway so let's try you know a kind of sister wife thing always really been into it he's like no don't want to do that so now you know he has a baby on the way Mm. and i guess we're going to say a side chick who you know knows full well you know that we're together Mm -hmm. and he it's like again i guess kind of like he has two families so my question is why would a man that could have 
normalcy. And when I say that, he could have had, you know, the chick on the side or, you know, however. It could have been an open discussion where I was okay with it. Why would he just do it behind my back? Woo, yeah. Uh, so there's a couple of things that come to mind. And I'm going to speak, I'm going to preface this by... Uh, first, um, making a note that this is, I, I am a hard ass when it comes to like owning your shit and, you know, being responsible and have a very pers- different perspective on how men should be conducting themselves, me included. So I think the issue here in particular is that this, this gentleman, like he, there's no, he doesn't want to commit. So here's, I'll just say it general. I don't want to make it specific to him. I'll say it this way. Um, the, I think the reason why men would want to like have a side chick and not commit to polygamy or polygyny is because uh, polygyny requires a commitment. The side chick doesn't, okay. right? So, right. and when you think about that commitment, it's it's fiscal. He got paid for shit. You know what I mean? He got two family, mm-hmm. two rents, or however that living situation set up. He's got the children, all of that. That is that's commitment. You can't, you know, typically undo that. Like you're in it. Um, right. When you have a side chick, like you can just stop texting and just fucking disappear. Right. You know what I mean? You can just like just not right. just not just fucking block them and keep moving. So and, and, and that's what happens too. Not mm-hmm. to cut you off, because I called her over the house. I had a sit down meeting, and he says, "Oh, this isn't my baby." So I I get what you're saying. Where the no commitment, I'm not going to commit this. No, this no responsibility. Isn't really yeah, yeah. Responsibility. Right, there's no responsibility to that situation. Yeah. So I, I think that's the first issue. Um, you know, and again, a lot of men and, and and sometimes I want to be very clear There's some men that just don't want to fucking do it. They just don't. They just think it's, it's too much for whatever reason. And I respect that mm-hmm. because right. not every man is equipped or compatible or wants to right. uh, live this life because it does require a lot of fucking work. Yeah. Um, right. And not just work as in taking care of people, but emotional self-healing right. work mm-hmm. that people don't right. typically like to do because that shit's hard and uncomfortable. The mirror is constantly right. held up, and a lot of times when people hold the mirror up, they want to break it. You know what I mean? Opposed to just right. looking at that shit and dealing with it. So, um, for a, for the, your situation, it sounds like uh, just don't want to be committed. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, you're kind of the commitment there, and I, I doesn't seem like there's a hundred percent commitment there. Um, but there's uh, right. more of the gravity on in your favor than this other person, because again, at the end of the day. He can block her. He can cut her off. He can send us a little. Which happened. Or he can. And he can right, shoot a little. I said at this point it's sad. Yeah. I mean, because at this point we're in it, right? Right. I'm not leaving. Apparently, you know, she's having a baby, but that's what's going on now. She's blocked. Then when he wants to unblock her, he unblocks her. But I said, even at this point, we're already in the situation. We're damn near a family because I'm not going anywhere because outside of this issue. He's a very great companion to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And that's why I said this would be a great option. But I get the commitment part because I can understand him not wanting to have to fully take care of her Here's the a- way he has to take care of me emotionally, physically, mentally. It's a lot. Here's but other in thing. some aspects, you're still doing it. Yeah, here's, here's one more thing for you, too. Just from a man's perspective, um, he might not want her. Yeah, I mean, he remember then there's this carnal thing that men have and need about sex. Like he he might it just might I just wanted to fuck her. Damn, she got pregnant. I don't want her. So though he may be he might actually be open to the idea with it with you with some other woman and not her. It could be her. Right. Though, well, though, 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 though the whole issue though the whole issue he doesn't want her. Right. Though though the whole issue is illicit. Something that he just did. 
Right. And I want to be very clear. This whole issue, this whole environment is illicit. Right. I want to be very clear. Um, But I'm saying at least in terms of maturing through, hey, let's make this a a single family unit. If he doesn't want her aside of being, you know, outside of your your relationship and what you guys agreed Mm -hmm. to and all that good jazz, he might not want her. So, well, I mean, even with that, though, um, you said that you brought her, the young woman to the house. I did. Okay. And what was her perspective or insight or feedback? Mm. Did she want to? Does she want him? Does she want to be a family? Does she, with you guys together? I mean, she's not opposed to it. It's him. He's saying, again, I'm, you know, uh, I have a lot, you know, going like I have a great job, you know, career oriented. She's basically the opposite. She, lives in the project she has no job she has children like i'm just finding all this extra stuff out because he sat me down and talked to me about it she has children that she doesn't have so it's like listen i i I fucked up i fucked her you know i never wanted her to get pregnant i told her to have abortion she's not going to do it this is where we're at but i said still you know, I already asked because the girl, she's sweet. She's nice. Everybody has a lot going on, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I said, well, maybe this could be what I've been asking you for because a lot of times you're going from the house working, busy, and I'm alone. I have no one to talk to. Um, I live in a city that I'm not from. So I need companionship that you can't always offer so maybe we're already here, right? The baby's going to come. If you're already going to have to take care of your child. So it's already a situation of let's maybe try to make this work. But he's like, listen, I don't want anything to do with it. Yeah. But he can't. That doesn't that doesn't apply. But I mean, she's not opposed to it. But it doesn't matter if the key person is like, I don't want anything to do with it. Well, there's, there's two parts, right? And this is this is one where I would probably have a bit of a, a personal issue with is like, okay, it's one thing not to want her, but that he doesn't have that choice when it comes to the child. You know what I mean? Right. Like the baby right. is here. So at a bare minimum, and again, I, I don't know where you guys are with her, if she already has other children or whatever, but if she's not in a position to take care of the child, maybe he takes domicile, um, uh, domiciliary cu- custody. I mean, you know and I mean? that is definitely an option that we are going to explore when the time comes yeah. mm-hmm. um definitely because again the child is a victim in all of this yeah. so that that is a whole nother <laughs> another whole nother portion to it is unfortunately um it, it's the child but we have talked about you know well how is this child going to be raised because mm-hmm. i'm a firm believer of if you have a child then you're going to be a man um and take care of your child right. so um, that's a that's a no brainer. Like he knows. Like if she's not going to be a parent, then you're stepping up yeah. and you're going to be a parent. But just as far as I guess my concern is, is it that he just doesn't want to? Because it took him a long time to come clean about cheating. Yeah. So he always wants me to see him in the best light. Right. But you're not that light. Yeah. So right. when I open up an option for us that I'm a hundred percent comfortable with then I don't understand why you wouldn't want to have that option. But Demetrius, as you said, you just don't want to have to provide for someone else. Well, he may not. He may not. So you have to, you need to ask that, right? You guys need to have that, that that level of conversation to understand. All right, this situation aside, because again, it's, it's, it's illicit. It's done. 
it's fucked right. and y'all got to figure it out, right? So this aside, right. hey, dude, if you could pick any woman of your choice, would you right. want to live this life? And by the way, knowing that, you know, you guys will live in one house or whatever, how you guys define an environment, right. would it be open to that? And and then let him like walk through that and talk through that and understand that, again, as Ashley said, it's beyond just paying a fucking rent and keeping the lights on. Like that doesn't make you man. Right. You know what I mean? Like making right. you man. Hello. Yeah. Making you man right. is is a whole nother level of shit that's not even it's not even material. So but the, the, the other thing that I think you you mentioned but didn't quite highlight is that he is 27 27 right <laughs> he's still still figuring shit figuring, out man. yeah and and that's not figuring an excuse right. it's not and an again, excuse at 22 is when i took this whole thing on yeah mm. so and he was 22 so he still has grown to do yeah a lot and, a lot and I get that. <laughs> yeah. yes but the reason i'm highlighting that is because right now it may be the case um, it may not be the case in three years after this situation in particular settles. matures right. him, mm-hmm. settles him, teaches him this hard lesson because you can't right. take it back at this point. Um, yeah, it, it, it there's just there's still a lot of growing and maturing mentally that needs to happen. Right. And it doesn't sound like his physical actions have caught up with that. Right. That and, and he doesn't have at this point. um the, the mental or emotional dexterity to even understand that. And I think something for you to keep in mind as the eldest part of this reunion is that, um, you know, first of all, people, people in a relationship have to want to, mm-hmm. right? And if, right. He, if he don't want to, whether he don't want to take care of a child or he don't want to have a, a polygamous relationship or he don't want to wash, wash his ass, like he don't, it's not going to happen. And you got to honor that. Right. You have to honor that. Because so. you will be on the same path in another 10 years. Because you right. didn't honor that and be wondering, well, why didn't you? And it's because he he said it. He said it, and you didn't listen, right? Because right? we, we still so um, it's that part, and um, just also understanding like the conditioning. Again, aside from him being younger, we are groomed and programmed and guided by our monog- monogamous uh, template. Monogamous. <laughs> <laughs> by a monogamous uh, template, right? And um, for men in particular, uh, it's it is challenging. You a man a man may want more than one woman, and it may be with fidelity, maybe without fidelity, and he may want to be honest about it. But let's be real, I've yet to have a real a for real conversation where true honesty from a man is really appreciated from a woman by a woman right. you know what i mean again i always said this this example like if a man went up was in the bar and said hey um man, can i buy you a drink and uh i would like to make love with you or fuck you this evening she's gonna be offended before she would be like oh, i appreciate your honesty but that's not me right. you know what i mean right. um right. that's just not where we're at or do i look fat in this dress so this is crazy expectation that like he's supposed to say no even though you look fat you know what i mean like right. what, what do you you know what i mean so and these are just very trite examples. I want to be very clear, but this is the type of, though they're trite, this is the exact type of um, framework that's been instilled in us. In addition to men having immaturity, not having good templates and guides of how to conduct themselves in a better manner, how to be more honest, on and on and on, right? You add all that shit together and you get situations like this. You get situations like mine, you know what I mean? Where, where you have, you've, you've, you're figuring shit out as you can as you're moving through it. Mm-hmm. And the last thing that I kind of want to say is just because you mentioned, and my heart goes out to the young lady that is pregnant in mm-hmm. all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, he has one perspective on, you know, her virtuosity, if you will. Um, but that aside, to your point, you said that the the child is kind of the the victim or the pawn in all of this, if you will. Well, right. And I mean, I could go back, but say that she knew 
you know, that we were dating, she did know oh, yeah. um, the but- whole time. So she kind of knew what she was getting herself into. But again, she's 24 yes. or yeah. she just turned 25. Yeah. So she's young. But the reason I'm even bringing her up is because I just want you to know that while I think it's beautiful and noble that you are willing, um, especially because she's already like a candidate, so to speak, at least from your perspective, don't feel that that has to be the case. He can still step up and take care of her and she doesn't have to necessarily be that uh, second wife. wife. My wife, right. You know, it... it, Mm-hmm. At yeah. this point, and, and I, I didn't mean to cut you off, mm-hmm. but I know our time is short. If I can ask him one question, or I've already had this conversation with him, how do I have this? Is this a conversation I have with him again? Well, I think I, I would I would answer that by asking you this. Is your presentation of this way of life to fix the shit that's broken right now? And I think that's what's asking. No, this was something we've talked about years ago. I know. Prior to. I know, but now but now it's resurrected again in the context of this situation. So back to Ashley's point or adjacent to Ashley's point, this can't, if she isn't, and again, no knock on her because I don't know her, but if, if she is not his choice for whatever right. reason, um, her being in your house, um, her being younger, her being other, whatever these other um, things are, polygamy is not going to fix that. Again, it's very noble that you'd even suggest that. I know most women would have buried his ass and shot her, right? So you're like, you're doing, you're doing great, but this can't quote unquote reconcile or fix it. It could be, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an option, definitely, but we have to be very careful to not think that this can fix it. And so maybe this way of life is a good idea going forward with some other candidate or some other, uh, you know, right. you know, part of, of the, of the, of the environment. So going forward, um, you said to have this conversation, ask him, ask him if he would be open to it for, with some other person. Right. The situation aside. Right. Cause I That's think what he... I was more so speaking with, too. Yeah, yeah. Someone else. Yes. Right. After we kind of get over this whole hurdle, I'm not even talking about right now. I'm just talking about as time progresses, I always kind of have this open conversation with him. Yeah. But going forward, once we get past, you know, the baby and where the baby's going to be, is this something I can maybe again try to talk to him about? Yeah, you can try. And uh, I listen, he may be exhausted at that point. I mean, because the baby's not here yet. We don't know how this woman or how he and this woman are going to um, behave and conduct themselves as in regards to the child's care, where the child will live, child custody. It could be it could be a shit show. Is this his first child? Would this be his first child? No, this is his second, will be his second child. Okay. And his second child um, inside of your relationship or outside your relationship? I mean, this one was inside. Uh, but... He had a child prior to us getting together. Okay. okay. And is that child with you guys? No. Okay. okay. Right. That child's with his mom and he co-parents, you know, beautifully with her. Okay. Why can't she come home? To our house? Sure. Oh, she's, she has another child in She's in a relationship. Got okay. it. Okay. Okay. Got yeah. it. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Demetria over here playing matchmaking. Listen, I'm just trying to see what's happening. I'm just trying to see what's happening with you guys. Get yeah. it sorted no, out. Me and her don't get along, though. Okay. Uh, there, I mean, there it is. Yeah. So that wouldn't be an option anyway, but they co-parent beautifully good. together. Good. Okay. Good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, um, I am definitely going to keep you all um, lifted, and I hope that we were able to provide some meaningful um, feedback. Yeah. and. 
um, you know, hit us up on the in the DM. And listen, if he needs to reach out, uh, I'm always I'm available. I could be I can make myself available. Help, tell him to reach out. We can talk about it. Um, at the end of the day, agnostic to you know, because you guys also it looks like you guys have some work and things you need to address and reconcile within your relationship. A- agnostic and right. outside of any anyone else, and those probably should be tightened up around communication understanding the desires and what the hell your family right. is supposed to be looking like yeah. right and so until right. you until you define those and understand that everything else is whatever and then inside of that then you have your own respective journeys him in particular in terms of being able to say all right what is my capacity for this is is my capacity right. limited limited or best optimized inside of monogamy or can i be a polygamous man well because it sounds like maybe he's not even interested in polygamy he may just like open relating maybe that's you know like literally he might not... just like just banging chicks back out once in a while or it's just polyamory. I mean, I don't want to, because we haven't heard from him and his perspective. But right. just based on what you shared, Alicia, he right. obviously is interested in having multiple partners. Mm-hmm. So just maybe um, not at well, the same time. This was has been carrying on for a while. And to my knowledge, he wasn't talking to anybody else. So it was like he had it's a almost serious relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. It wasn't like it was just a one-time or a two-time thing. Gotcha. No, it was uh, a, a relationship. Yeah, and so that's that's interesting because, you know, this is, again, another challenge I have with, with men when we get in these situations is she was good enough for the whole entire whatever months and years you were talking right. to her and banging her back, and now all of a sudden she's pregnant, now you don't like I'm like, right. eh. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think some other things came out, like, through the course of their relationship. He didn't really do his homework yeah. before <laughs> he got into the whole relationship, yeah. and then he started to find out things that yeah. didn't appeal to him mm-hmm. as a yeah. man. Yeah. yeah, gotcha. So, gotcha. you know. Yeah. yeah. He jumped in feet first, and then found out stuff you know so i I don't know that she'll be the woman or the girl um but again this is still my desire and you know i will try to reintroduce or talk to him about it Mm -hmm. since it's something that kind of already happened just maybe not with her because yeah yeah and then um, i i think the fact that you do have uh, some type of rapport with her just sitting you guys down as a trifecta right. even if nothing else to say guys all right how are we gonna what are we gonna do with this child? how are we gonna raise this child the best for the best for the child right, right? um having that conversation right. at a bare minimum is good and could also provide some some guides as to how you guys move forward in this relationship yeah. and and right. it may mature into something where she, it's just better for her to be living with y'all it just, it just works right. you know I mean? it just it just and, it, and that's what i said if not nothing you know, but for her to live with us for right now because her situation is kind of bad. Yeah. And we have the room. We have the space. We have the availability. Like, it wouldn't have been an issue, not maybe for the sister wife, but just for the care and safety of your child, right. your unborn child. But it's just like every time I even try to talk to him, it's just like an automatic shutdown. But, but, but pay attention to, pay attention to that. Well, it could be that, but also pay attention to he may maybe she um because what you don't want to do is bring her in your house and she is dating someone else and then now how does it what does that look like for and the next nine it. months? I think that was kind of a issue too where he's like I'm not even a hundred percent sure that this is my child. Yeah, so, so that came into play too. Yeah. It's that a waiting game. Comes into play like you yeah. you're always going to say that after. Yeah, like that's not what you were saying to her. Yeah. So. <laughs> Who really knows? Yeah, right. and right. you'll find out soon enough, yeah. and then you guys can and soon enough <laughs> work and I have it out. To DM you guys to let you know what the outcome was, <laughs> or to how you know this whole thing 
and even going forward plays out. But yeah. I do want to yeah. say I love you both. Thank you. I Thank you so much. all the time. Thank you. Um, Are you in Philly? I am. Yes, I'm, I can hear Philly. I, I live in Philly, but I'm from Jersey. Okay. okay. I heard that Baltimore <laughs> Pike. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for um, obviously hanging in there with us and our journey. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, and this is why we try to be careful to pass judgment because we all got shit. We all have right. our shit. Uh, but the right. most important thing is is just owning it and facing Hello. it, right? Run toward it and just, just fucking figure it out, man. Yeah. Like, you got to grow up and, and just, exactly. just you know, woman up. And man that's up what about I it. appreciate about you both because you both are very, you know, honest and true and just deal with it. It is what it is. Stuff yeah. happens. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. perfect, but let's just deal with it. Yeah. yeah. All right, Alicia. Well, keep us posted. Uh, we are we are here, and uh, we'd like to see how this progresses for it. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Thank Have you. A good day. You too. You too. Cheers. Okay. Bye. Woo. Those are rough ones. Yeah, but she is so. Um, she's a trooper, man. Yeah. Well, she and she's very clear in the possibilities, which yeah. I think is a, a good first step. She doesn't she's not seem. Shutting it down. She doesn't seem mired down in her pain. Yeah. Um, or hurt. I, I I can tell. I know she's salty about yeah. it. Well, she clearly has boundaries, but some of the boundaries are not. You know, they're, they're okay. You can do what you're doing, but mm. this is what right. we need to do. You know, like right. I don't feel like a lot of people are not even there. They're not, they're not. So she's she's definitely in a good place where whatever they do come out. Hopefully, she'll take you know some of that feedback and apply yeah. it, and it will net some at least new information yeah you know moving forward and this is key and then for men man we got to stop jumping in dick first man like we uh, fuck you know and when kids come out that is so tough this man and you can't and i i mean there's 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 uh frustration for me it's frustration because you know been on some parts of that and the other part of it is just like there's empathy yeah because it's like he jumped in dick first and now there's a kid with a woman that you don't even like yeah what the and and that situation unfortunately is not that unique yeah. there's a bunch of that shit yeah. floating around and polygamy ain't gonna fix it no. polygamy cannot fix polygamy cannot fix um something that is under you know developed in you in terms of your eiq or how you you know federate through your relationship so <sighs> well Oof. hopefully he gets his stuff together and that it all turns out in everyone's favor, yeah. Whatever that is. Do we have time for more calls? Cause I think we do. Um, okay, let's try uh, Mark again. Uh, that was O two. By Mark, you mean Mark? Him too. That's right. I said it. Phew, man, that's a rough one. Ah, uh, Mark, this is our second time calling. Where you at, son? Okay. Let's make this one our last one. Okay. To call. Okay. All right. So, uh, which one do you want to move to? Oh wait. Um, Jennifer. Jennifer. Okay, that was uh, two two. Is Jennifer available? 
This is Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. This is Ashley and Dimitri from Shift Gets Hi, Real. Hi, Ashley and Dimitri. <laughs> yeah, Hi. Jennifer Nicole. Yeah. Thank you for answering. We called you earlier. We called you. This is our third time calling you, y'all. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we were like, let's just give her a chance. We are getting ready to wrap up here, but we wanted to finish out the people that we were calling earlier that didn't answer. We know it's a private number, so... Uh, but we want to give you a chance to ask your question and see if we can answer it for you. Okay. So I was very, I watched y'all very religiously and the way y'all communicate is very important. My wife and I have an extremely hard time communicating, mm. especially when it comes to our children. Mm. So how do y'all have any recommendations that would help? Um, yeah, yeah, well, well, let me ask you this because you said especially with regards to your children. Is it the communication or is it the uh, principles and values that are not aligned? Mm. The principles and values are not aligned at all. Okay. Okay. Because okay. usually that can lead to – I mean – if you already don't communicate well, which I'm not saying you don't, but if you already have that issue and then on top of that, it's compounded by yeah. misalignment of values, it's going to be much harder um, to kind of, you know, uh, fix that. But if it's within your awareness, I'm very hopeful that, you know, there are some things that you can do to start to bring that, you know, yeah. back to the center. So, so Jennifer, can you give us, can you give us, because we like to work from tangible examples right so can you can you have like a, a short scenario that you can exemplify and maybe we can dr drill into that um well basically our son our our children are teenagers um mm -hmm. one is 15 one is 13 mm -hmm. our son he plays video games religiously mm -hmm. when my wife threatened to destroy a 300 dollars piece of equipment and i don't agree with that at all mm -hmm. that's that's $300 being thrown down the drain. Right. So th there's a couple of different things to do. There's a couple of different approaches. One is to understand her frustration. So is it the fact that um, he's on the game all the time or is it the fact that he's doing the game instead of doing something else? So for example, if he's already brushed his teeth, taken out the trash and he's a B student, then you know, it, is it okay for him to be on the game or is he like failing and he's on the game? He's failing and he's on the game and he doesn't do his chores. I have you on speakerphone, so she's here as well. Okay. Hi. Hey. Look. <laughs> Hi, Ashley. Hey, how you doing? Good. So. Hi, Pam. Hi, Pam. Hey, Pam. So. <laughs> Listen, you know, a little bit of my bias, I mean, I probably wouldn't throw it away, but I definitely would make it not not be present. It's going to physically disappear because um, at this point, it's really less about how you two communicate and understanding that what's best for his whatever he's doing. And then another level to that is understand why is he failing, right? So is he failing because the school sucks? Is he failing because he has a different learning style and an educational environment is not supportive of that learning style? So there's lots of ways that other things to probably look into that are outside of she wants to throw it away and, and, and burn it and you want to you let him play it. You know what I mean? That I think that's kind of right. less the issue and more about What's what's baby boy really need and what are we doing to support his needs? Yeah. And what we can know just from what you just said in the past two minutes is that the, the video game is not fucking fixing it. So let's I mean, let's it, it can't hurt to make it go away. Yeah. I don't think we need to throw it away. I agree. But it definitely does not need to be accessible to him in a way that he can play it. So cut the fucking power cord. 
uh, remove the batteries, uh, do you know, drive around with it in your trunk, do whatever. And that's that's because basically he, if you took it away from him now, what would be his response? Because I think the the method of uh, putting in awayness, if you will. Yeah. All I think those were extremes that you named. Of course, Pam <laughs> gave an extreme. Look, she's telling me, I, I'm with Pam. Just burn that yeah, shit. <laughs> and, and I understand Jennifer. Like, okay, maybe it's just the words throwing it away really rubbed you the wrong way. So, right. if if you took if you talked to your son and said, "Hey, th- these are the things that are happening, and this is why we need to do something different. We're going to put this away until something changed. And what can we do to support you? Are you afraid of his response, Jennifer?" Yes, I am. Um, mm. Their their dad recently moved to California. Their dad's in the military. And he, I have a fear of if I discipline them the way Pam wants them to be disciplined, I have a feeling that my kids are going to leave me. And they know that that's my fear. They know that's my biggest fear is that they will leave. Mm. Have they threatened you with leaving? No, they've. No, okay. they haven't. I just know their dad. Um, got you. So part of that fear is self-manifested, right? Because it's not been, no one said that or has exercised. Well, that was, well let me ask, mm-hmm. it, it, has a dad threatened that? Yes, his, their dad has, he came to me and said, I'm taking the kids to California. And I was like, no, you're not. And he threw a big hissy fit and okay. it just caused a big drama scene. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So I can, that's why the layers are important because everybody is responding from their place of pain, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. Um, And so Jennifer, you're, you have a perspective around the discipline that's kind of rooted in something different. So Pam, um, empathizing and having compassion for that is going to be important. But then also Pam is trying to be supportive so that this path right now that um your son is on of you know not being his best self for whatever reason we can you know figure out what that is um she wants to be supportive to get you him and you guys out of that so that is kind of the the pull it's kind of the pull and there's, there's another thing again just kind of making this um centric to baby boy right is um, listen, you know, I, uh, so my truck was in the call of duty for a video game, my six by six that I drive. Right. Um, oh, wow. the, the kids that we did the voting, the video shoot for, yo, these, they get paid a million dollars to play fucking video games. The cheapest, um, salary was 250 K. So the other part to understand is that, listen, there are going to be D students, there are going to be kids that fucking suck at school because school just does not work for them. And that does not mean that they're a bad person or a failure or any of that. Maybe this could be an opportunity to, and I'm not, I'm just, we're just putting all things plausible, right? This may be an opportunity to invest in that. Maybe he's damn good. I mean, there's, there's, a, there's an entire sports league for video games. Yes. It's, they have it for fighting games, they have it for sports games, and they have it for shooting games. And so if he's that good, all right, baby boy, I'm going to get you the new, uh, whatchamacallit, controller. You know what I mean? This is a 300, you know, whatever. And then you know, now you're going to play for real. Yeah. But but we don't also want to reward negative behavior. So if 
you kind of have to have a um, again if he's failing because he's because of the learning environment and this is not the best then that's one thing if he's but, they, if he's, if he's but failing, do you guys know do you know does he have an iep does he have like do you know what his learning style is do you know any of these things they they were gonna give him an iep but he doesn't need it he's hmm. he can make a's and b's he's, yes he's just not he, very very smart he's just lazy yes so to especially when it comes to school gotcha so to dimitri's point then it may just be switching up um the style what he's doing what the expectation is around the game the time like and then you know to pam's point also making it so that it doesn't cause a negative behavior he has to have some sort of guideline around it so if he if if Baby boy is going hard on these games because that's just what he's really good at. Maybe there are other ways that you can um, ex- make learning exciting for him that are still related to the electronic the video game world. Maybe, maybe we can get him to program in the games. And two other two other thoughts for you. Um, and again, they're just all things plausible. One could be listen. The video game could be his escape, right? Mm-hmm. So there actually could be some. Maybe he's feeling some kind of way. Right. And this video game is this kind of proxy alternate world that he can get lost in. And I have to think about something that may be hurting him right now. Right. Who knows? So, again, it's 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 not really about you two. Right. It's kind of like what else is happening with baby boy. Um, And then one other thing, again, just all things plausible. Jennifer, specifically to you. It might not be a bad thing to let them go to their father if they so if they so choose. You know what I mean? If, if, if they're not that successful in this environment, though it may hurt you, it may not be. Maybe maybe it is that time. I, I you know, We can't know. We can't know because we haven't exercised that. Or maybe you have and it, it was a fail. I, I don't, I'm not. I'm kind of just speaking out of my ass right now. But um, there, there, sometimes our fear can throttle us from understanding the things that could actually be beneficial, specifically when they're not directly correlated to us. Right. Um if his father's in the military, he had, my father's in the military, there could be a, a form of structure and institution that could be helpful for him at this point, being 15 and being a bit lazy. Maybe he needs a, a can of whoop-ass. I, I don't know. You know or, I mean? right, you have somebody right there with you, Pam, that sounds like she may she got the have a different... Ass. Yeah, she has a different discipline. <laughs> she got, she's the CEO out of <laughs> Yeah, and so supporting her and helping to create that that culture in your home that does have more of the structure um, that you desire. But from, you know, from what um, Jennifer, you shared regarding Pam and just the, you know, throwing away the video game, that sort of thing. We may just need to refine the word choice. But listen, something something that that just kind of struck me is Pam because and Jennifer, this is where so Ashley kind of spoke to Pam how you can have more compassion for Jennifer and you know the fact that this is really rooted in the fear of the children choosing to leave, but adversely, um, Jennifer, you need to have compassion for Pam. Pam is in an institution where she sees what happens to boys that behave like he does, right? Kids that don't right. want to do shit, just whatever. Like this, they end up in her care, and but she got to she got to do headcount. She's a CEO at a jail. She got to do head count three times a day. Did, did I miss that? Yeah, you did. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait, how'd you know that? <laughs> I, just, I, just, I, just, I, just, I don't miss shit, bro. I, 
prison in the state of Florida, and we both used to work there until I left. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, so then, yeah, Pam. So, look, Pam, Pam knows what it is. So she's doing head count three times, three times yes. a day. And she, Pam is like, we're not going to let our son get, get, in get this, to get that in the system. system. So, so there could be that balance. And at the end of the day, I think the one thing we have to keep in mind, guys, aside from any of the relational nuances, is that our children are not ours. Right. They're their own whole ass autonomous beings. And if baby boy wants to go and he thinks it's best, I'm not sure it would be in your best interest to fight that unless going to his father presents some very not good environment. You know what I mean? And, and you don't know that better than we would. Um, but you know, if it, if it's not, if he, if he, if you, if Pam does kind of get her way and Pam, you can kind of tone it down a notch and be a little nicer, right? Don't, (laughs) don't break it, but just just like put it away. Just change your words. You can be just as firm, but no threats, you know, just like. This is what we're going to do and just be firm about that. Just be that. firm and carry it through. And if he decides and the baby boy, you know, you know, wants to be a brat about it and says, well, I'm leaving. And say, okay, well, here's your bag. Here's a one-way ticket and on the I Greyhound. And I bet you he'll be right back. He'll be back. Because <laughs> his dad ain't going to be no easier. His dad's going to be like, well, what the shit is happening? Mm-hmm. And his dad's going gonna to be a big can of whoop ass. So... Again, and and it might be that might be the thing that actually energizes baby boy. And in, in that time, you he will grow and you two will grow as well in terms of understanding how to move through situations and not be abated by fear. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think the biggest thing here is just to check our emotions because those might be the things that are preventing us from communicating honestly. Mm-hmm. And by us, I mean y'all. Um, <laughs> you know, that that might be the thing, but if you guys can both see each other's perspectives and positions and then from there create um, some meaningful um, change and new kind of it's actions, the, yeah. then I think you will come out on top or at least things will start to get better and you guys will be on the same page. Right. You s- might still have some of the same issues in terms of because to Dimitri's point, you know, that a child is going to be a child, teen is going to be a teen, but at least you're on the same page and you're working together in that process. And that, that reconciliation could require and will require discomfort. Like, one of y'all going to be fucking uncomfortable. You just are, you know what I mean? Because you're going to have to kind of can make a concession to uh, get to a point of reconciliation. Yeah. Um, so, and I think that the thing that we really kind of highlighted in this is that you guys need to um, kind of really get into the why. So, Jennifer, your why really isn't about the $300 video game as we first started. You can give a shit less about $300 video game. The bigger, most valuable thing to you is your boys or your children being in your house, right? And, yeah. then, and not leaving. And for Pam, it's not about the fact that she wants to get rid of it because he's being lazy. She doesn't want him to become the thing that she has to work with every single day. Yeah. She doesn't want him doing nobody's head count. That's what her, her her thing is. And so, you know, the thing would be like, well, before this conversation, did you guys understand your whys, respectively? Yeah. You know? No, we really didn't. Yeah. Not until now. <laughs> so... I'm sorry. We hear a bunch of clicking or twisting or something we couldn't even hear. She was saying that, you know, we tried to touch on it, but mm-hmm. having an outsider's perspective is better. Yeah. Gotcha. It works better for me anyway. Yeah. It worked better for me to have an outsider's perspective on things. Yeah. Gotcha. Listen, we charge $75 an hour and uh, we're available. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if y'all just come down to Pensacola. 
Y'all let me know because I would love to meet y'all. Oh, we, we might we might do that. We might yes. do that. We love Florida, actually. We spent some time there. Well, thank you guys for being both so, you know, honest and willing to talk about it. And, you know, because that's kind of the first step. You can't get anywhere if you can't even. Yeah, if everybody just thinks they're doing the most best job, then, you know, it's hard to have a conversation. So thank you for that vulnerability. That's one of the things we wanted to promote through our program is just cutting the shit and just putting it on the table like here's where i am stuck here's what i suck at and i need help right and so i think that's the first part of it i think you guys i mean the fact that you guys are where you are i think you guys are great you're going to be fine i think it's just really just taking zooming out of the emotion and don't devoid yourself of it but just saying okay all right babe i hear you but let me understand your why, right? Like, really tell me your why. And then, and it might, listen, you might have to go what we call several times around the bond. You know what I mean? You, it might take, she might start off, well, yeah, I don't, fucking $300 video game. And I just got it for Christmas. Eh, well, no, it's not that. And it might take three or four times for you to repeat that to where you get to it. And it's like, I actually don't want my son to wake up and be like, I don't want to be here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, right. and so and that's what and what we want to say, though, is that that might not be a bad thing. Right. Um, don't let fear become your cage. Yeah. You know, what I mean, specifically <laughs> for someone else, because now it ain't about you. It's also about him. And he's he can he can you know, he knows exactly what he's doing. Right. Oh, yeah. So he's he's they, he, he, they play me like a fiddle. <laughs> for, 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 he knows exactly <laughs> what he's doing. So very easy. Mm-hmm. and they know that they know that's part of the manipulation scheme. You know, what I mean, so. Yep. Well, thank you both so much uh, for joining us on yeah. this call. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for calling. Always, always. If you guys uh, need us, I mean, we'd uh, love to kind of see how you guys are progressing with your communication and making sure things get better. Um, understanding your why, taking your time and just being empathic. Um, it's very we have to be very careful not to invalidate other people's feelings just because we don't agree with it. And we do that. I mean, it's a learning process. You're like, well, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> you know that I mean? used to be Demetrius' <laughs> opening line. It was, it was. And sometimes you still say, that, well, what sense does that make? Cause it's so just... I have, and that, that's when I give him a look and I'm like, okay, well, it, first of all, it right. made a And lot then of I have sense. to set my ass down because it, like, I'm like, well, that doesn't make any sense. But it doesn't matter if it makes sense to me. Because it's not yours. It's not mine. It's hers. And I just because I don't understand it or don't agree with it doesn't invalidate its gravity or importance. Right? So, Yeah. Take your time, zoom through it. You guys got this. Uh, keep us uh, posted with how you guys are moving through, and uh, we're here for you when you need us. Awesome. Thank y'all so much. Thank you. Awesome. Guys, have a good one, Jennifer Take and Pam. Care. Cheers. Bye. Bye bye. Bye Wow. All right. Well, I'm thoroughly impressed with today's calls. Yeah. Um, I think the exercise of. Even them making sense of the, the questions, a lot of them, they weren't able to kind of answer their own. We just asked them questions. Facilitate it, yeah. 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 So um, thank you to everybody that wrote us. We weren't able to get to everything today. Yeah. Um, we may figure out a way to still answer some of these questions, though. We're going to chat about it offline. Yeah. And um, there might be times where you can just write the question and we'll just like maybe do a segment of an episode where we just... Read the question and respond. Yeah. Yeah. Or even like in stories. Yeah, in stories. Because that's what I was thinking. Like maybe yeah. we could just go to stories and just answer some And have of your question feature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But listen, thank you guys. Um, this was a little bit of a teaser for what's going to be looking like uh, next season. Yes. So we're going to have lots of lots more interaction from um, people on the outside really digging into journeys and vulnerability and what that really means. Shift gets real is obviously a play on words, but it's about literally kind of invoking another shift in how you perceive things and how you move through life, making this journey just a little bit easier. Yes. So, 
Anyway, thank you, everyone. Where do they find you, Ashley? At Ashley K. Snowden on Instagram and Twitter. And remember, Instagram is all she cares about. <laughs> I like Twitter, too. I just don't tweet natively. You don't, you don't tweet. Yeah, mm-hmm. obviously, you can catch me everywhere um, at Dimitri Snowden. Again, this is the last episode for this season. We'll be back sometime in September. Um, good shit. Um, we're going to actually be replaying you know, commercials and getting people to watch some of the episodes from season one. Um, continue to comment. Continue to send your questions. Thank you so much for all your support. Yes, it's been huge. Um, the... the response to this yeah this endeavor has been amazing we actually were kind of like um we're just gonna do it we don't give a shit what people think we're just gonna do it if we get one view that's fine we weren't doing it for any other purpose but to kind of exercise our own vulnerability and kind of walk through things and um it looks like it's been benefiting you guys so thank you again so much yes thank you peace we'll see you guys soon cheers